0: Rava, embrace the chaos. Happy Sunday, Rava family. Thanks for joining us for another episode of our podcast, Drinks with Dads. On this episode, I sit down with an old friend of mine, Travis Ference. Travis is not only a new dad and a great guy, but he's also a remarkably successful music professional and happens to be the host of his very own podcast called Progressions Success in the Music Industry. Sidebar, for anybody pursuing really any kind of serious creative endeavor, I highly recommend checking out Progressions. It offers really good insights. So for this conversation, staying true to our show title, I promise there were drinks as we sat down over Zoom, although this time I was working on a Starbucks cold brew, and I'm pretty sure Travis was nursing a pour over because it was still morning out in LA when we spoke, but more on that later. We talk a lot about balance in this episode, which is something I'm confident we all struggle with at times. Travis has an interesting perspective as he and his wife are both self-employed. And especially now, I think his approach will resonate with a lot of dads out there in the gig economy. So I'm excited to share it with you. As always, we appreciate you listening and we welcome any and all feedback. You can always find us at rava.co. Thanks again and enjoy this week's episode. Welcome, everybody, to uh, to Drinks with Dads again. So today I'm joined by Travis Ference who is uh, not only a pretty new dad to a wonderful one-year-old girl, but Travis also happens to be a Grammy-nominated uh, mixer, producer, and recording engineer. And he is also the creator and host of a fantastic podcast called Progressions, Success in the Music Industry, which uh, I personally have really enjoyed and highly recommend checking out for anybody uh, interested in pursuing creative projects of their own. So, uh, Travis, thanks so much for joining me on our Fledgling podcast for dads. Uh, I have to admit, I, I'm a little intimidated to be sitting down with a with a real pro here.
1: That's <laughs> Mike. What's up, man? It's good to see you again. Yeah. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if I call myself a pro, but uh, I appreciate the the flattering intro. feels feels good. Well,
0: it's much deserved, man.
1: So, um, yeah, thanks for
0: joining me. I think uh, it's it's going to be good. You've got a great perspective um, that I'm I'm really interested in in digging into. So, uh, the focus of today is going to be around, uh, you know, finding balance as a dad, as we've talked about. So, um, it can obviously be tough for all new parents to sort of make that transition and that adjustment to parenthood, uh, both from a a personal and professional perspective, you know, but for, I guess for dads specifically, I would, um, I would even contend that the landscape is really changing out there. Uh, and it can be tough to, to navigate sometimes. Right. So, uh, I know you've, you've got a really interesting perspective as a self-employed person. Um, uh, and i almost wanted to call it a, a unique perspective but actually i don't think it is all that unique um that not that anymore, is to say, no, i think no way right i think i think a lot of dads out there are are going through something similar right so yeah um it's yeah especially now so i'm i'm excited to to dig in so yeah uh
1: i mean i guess i should say that you know my i have a 16 month old daughter and the music industry is already kind of crazy and uh it's been really awesome like i felt like while my wife was pregnant i was really like focusing on trying to figure out what balance would look like when scotty arrived and obviously everything i thought which many people listening to this have probably experienced or might experience soon just goes straight out the window like it's just you know <laughs> you could think you know that you're like oh i'm gonna i got this and and then when it starts you're like oh my god this isn't what i thought at all this is crazy um but yeah i mean i i, lo- I love it i love it I, but i'm a get i guess i'm a bit of a crazy person when it comes to balance and like very, I'm very focused on trying to find that balance. So I enjoy the challenge, but God, it's hard, very hard.
0: Uh, No, it's, yeah, it's, it's super hard. And I mean, it's a, it's a, um, it's a challenge for everybody. And, and yeah, I mean, I can absolutely relate and I'm sure everybody else can too. Like, you know, life is what happens when you're, when you're busy making other plans. Right. And, and, um, and I, you know, I find this is my own personal perspective, but I, I find that, you know, finding balance is a, is a journey, right? It's, it's almost like fitness. You're, you're never done, right? Yeah. There's, uh, there's always work to do. Um, but yeah, I mean, so I, I think, you know, for myself, I, I was a, a W2 employee, right? And I, there are a lot of others out there. Um, you know, and I'm, I have experience taking, you know, paid parental leave, but your experience as a self-employed person, uh, I'm fascinated to learn more about that. So let's start there. So, uh, how did you plan for, for Scotty's arrival, right? Like, uh, what was it like, uh, you know, and what was it like when, when she came home? So you got the, the pre-planning, like, how are you going to take time and do what you need to do? And then what was it actually like when she came home?
1: Yeah. So when, you know, my wife also works for herself. So between the two of us, we're both, you oh, know, wow. self-employed. Yeah. Uh, she's a hairstylist. I'm obviously a uh, music engineer. And so obviously she was going to take time off from seeing clients I wanted to also take time off I I work I built the studio in the garage in the back right so I could go out and work during a nap you know but I really I didn't want to do that so we kind of made this decision that like I would also take a parental leave you know 100% off work type thing just like she was for you know the first six weeks which you know Scotty uh, she wanted to cook a little bit longer and and (laughs) came, came out at, 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 maximum, you know, uh, age. Oh yeah. And oh, so wow. the si- the six week thing kind of, we threw a wrench in that from the beginning and my wife started like, you know, taking some extra weeks off. And oh, I started wow. thinking, I was like, well, maybe I might need to do some work, but we both just sat down and we decided let's embrace this. It's going to be super hard, but let's just make sure that the two of us are here to support each other, and you know, particularly support her. Let's be honest. Like, what am I doing right? Uh, and make sure that we, you know, really value this time. I mean, you know, we may not have another child. We're only gonna have this experience once. Let's let's do it. So, leading up to it, I was really, I was reaching out to clients that I work with regularly, and I'm, I was saying, hey, I'm gonna be taking six weeks when my baby comes. It should be, you know, around March. Do you have anything you want me to do beforehand? Do you ha- or is it okay if we, you know, take a pause on something? Just so I did that first, you know, if you're a freelancer, maybe you want to reach out to some people and be like, "Hey, I'm going to be, you know, off the grid for for a minute." Uh and you know, luckily it kind of it kind of panned out that I was really busy like leading up to that week that she was supposed to arrive, I was out in the studio constantly. And then it kind of chilled out like I didn't have to say no to work. Uh, oh, anybody wow. that did hit me up, I was like, Hey, this is what I'm doing. I just had a baby. I'm I'm not working for four weeks. Is that cool? And, you know, I think as a, as a self-employed person, a lot of people have that kind of like scarcity mindset of, I have to say yes to everything. And I have to do every job because, you know, I'm the one making the money for my business. It's not, you know, you know not, it's not selling a digital product. It's not guaranteed. Exactly. And I've, i found that if you're like really upfront with people and you're like, Hey, this is my situation right now. I really want to work on your, your music, but you know, I'm taking time for my family. Everybody that I said that to respected that. And they were like, cool, let's do this in April when you get back to work or, um, so it, that's awesome. I, I think, uh, if you're, if you're about to be in that situation, just don't be afraid to say that, you know, don't be afraid to maybe lose the gig because I found everybody particularly people that have kids were like 100% understanding of of the situation and the choices I'd made. So that was comforting when that started happening
0: that that really is cool. I was gonna ask how uh, how people sort of responded to that because I think you know it's 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 obviously um, you know uh, historically much more common for for women to take an extended period um, you know yeah and I think you know we're we're turning the corner here where, um, you know, dads aren't expected necessarily to to come back to work. You know, from a from a corporate perspective, right? Um, a, as quickly as they used to. So, I guess I, you know, I was was it surprising to anybody that you that you talked to that you were going to take, you know, a, a number of weeks?
1: Uh, or or were people just kind of, you know, they were like you said they were cool with it? But uh, was it surprising? Um, I don't think so. I mean, I definitely like in this industry. You know, there's a mix of types of people, and I have you know friends and and collaborators that did similar things and, like, didn't do anything for a month. I have other people because, you know, financial situations, you can't have both, both parties. I'm in Los Angeles, and mm-hmm. it's not cheap here. Uh, you can't have both parties not making an income for X amount of time. And, you know, if you're working for yourself, you're not getting that check from, you know, paid family leave or, you know, whatever your corporation that you might work for is offering you. And, uh, you know, I think that that's unfortunate that that's the way that it is, but, uh, you know, that's the way it is. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. I, but, you know, I think things are, are evolving, hopefully. Uh, you know, I, I, think I've seen, um, I'm trying to think back through the companies that I, I have worked for, I, you know, I've, I've seen, uh, various, um, family leave policies and you just, even, even over the course of the last, you know, five or six years, um, it's it's evolved to the point where, you know, a lot of places are are recognizing that dads, uh, can and should take as much time, um, or almost as much time as moms, if if for no other reason than to support moms, right? Because to your earlier point, they are going through so much and, you know, we, we are playing that support role. So anything that we can do, uh, to sort of lessen the stress and the burden there, um, you know, it's a, it's
1: a team, you know, equal partner parent. That's what, uh, that's what we try to try to advocate for Um, yeah definitely and there's the you know there's a there's a bonding aspect to it as well like I feel I feel very connected with my daughter and I I should also say that my wife and I continue to not work full-time you know uh we both work three days a week and you know basically single parent the day that the other person works today is my work day my wife is doing mom tomorrow she's gonna go to work I'm gonna do dad and uh so like we've really I feel like I feel like we've really shaped and connected with Scotty in a way that maybe we wouldn't have been able to if we were in a situation where family leave ends and, you know, daycare becomes mandatory. And it's, you know, so I feel super, super lucky because it's not an option for everybody because of expenses and stuff like that. And, uh, yeah, uh, but I'm grateful to have, be able to make that sacrifice. It's definitely That's, a sacrifice, but.
0: Well, sure. I mean, it's, uh. I mean, it's, it, I mean, that is different than, you know, um, again, maybe a lot of those, you know, W2 situations, right. But, you know, where, where daycare does become mandatory, but that's really cool that you, you guys have been able to structure your lives, um, in such a way that, you know, she gets time, lots of time with both her parents. Um, so I mean, kudos for that. And I think, you know, that's hats off to the, you know, the, um, the choices you've made and the lifestyle that you've built. That's fantastic. And, um, you know, I can say. Also, uh, I mean, just props, uh, for being able <laughs> to manage a 16 month old for that, that amount of time, because, uh, man, my daughter is still in daycare and it's, I love that girl, you know, to the moon and back, but I drop her off at daycare sometimes and I'm like, Oh God, I could like <laughs> the morning was so, you know, rough. Um, yeah, yeah. so I mean, so I guess that, that spins off another question here. So. With you guys, you know, spending that much time at home and um, and with her, how do you how do you sort of carve out uh, sanity time for yourselves? I mean, do you have any special techniques or routines or anything?
1: I get up at four forty five. Jesus. Yeah, uh, I mean, I get up super early. For me, like that hour in the morning, because Scotty's like six oh one, just like sits up in bed and grabs whatever stuffed <laughs> animals in there and is like ready to go. Nice. Uh, So that hour for me, I I get up at 4.45, so my coffee's done at 5. I do a pour over, and so then I have like 5 to 6 where I come out to the studio, I can like sit here and listen to ambient music and stare at the wall if I want, or sometimes I work on the podcast, or you know, I might do other work, or I might write, or or whatever. It's just kind of my time to know that nobody's going to bother me, nobody's awake, I'm not going to get a text message about doing work. Uh, So that's how I deal with it. Um, it's funny because I,
0: I almost texted you, uh, you know, super early in the morning the other day, uh,
1: and I should no, I'm just kidding. I... <laughs> well, I do. I, you know, I if, you know, if you've got an iPhone and you're not using these focus modes where you can like select who yeah. can contact you, I spend a lot of time with my phone on Do Not Disturb. I still check my text messages, but like you text me four o'clock in the morning, and you know, if you're not my parents or or my wife, it's not going to vibrate. Yeah. So hit me <laughs> yeah. up, dude. Go for it. Um, <laughs> that sounds good. Yeah. So that that's how I that's how I deal with it. I know Maggie, you know, be, after bedtime is big for her. Like that's kind of her, you know, wh- wind down and, and refocus. I'm a morning person, so I'm starting to like fall asleep on the couch. And so she gets her she gets her recharge while I'm like passed out next to her at like seven fifteen. Um and me, I'm, I need my morning wake up just me time. And, and then you we can both, get to the pour over too. Yeah, that, that wakes that's you great. up. You know, you're like, okay, <laughs> t- yeah, doing the that's, thing. That's doing true. the thing. Yeah. And we're both also really adamant about continuing to like exercise. Um and so that's also an outlet for both of us where you can kinda uh, you know, I go to the gym and she watches Scotty and then I come home and vice versa. There's a lot there's a lot of teamwork involved in in our our situation to kind of maintain the best version of our pre-baby life that you know fits into now having a child, I think, um, you know, it took 16 months to figure out and it'll be different if we did this podcast next week than it was this week, but it's, uh, you know, it's the way it is. It's, it's an adventure. It's
0: it's always changing, but that's, I mean, that's super cool. Um, you know, I, I was going to ask about give and take with, uh, with your partner with Maggie and you know, that, I mean, I think you, that addresses a lot of it. I mean, but you also referenced, um, sort of your, your pre baby life. And I think, you know, the fear of a lot of dads, right. Is that, um, that life is, is forever gone, right. It's, um, you know, you kiss it goodbye and never see it again. Um, but that's not true either. Right. And I, I think that's part of, I mean, to your point, that's part of what maintaining balance is, is like, you know, what, what previously brought you joy and made you happy, you know, uh, led you to fulfillment and how do you keep doing those things? So what, what else have you guys, I mean, do, you mentioned previous travel before, before Scotty
1: came along. So have you guys been able to travel with her at all? Uh, we, we've done a couple trips, you know, we went to see my parents, um, in North Carolina and then we just recently went to Hawaii as our first like family vacation. And that was awesome, you know, because, because of the way that we've been living our lives where, you know, there's a lot of single parenting until you get to Sunday. And then like, that's really Sunday's our core family day where we're all together and to, to get to go to whole, go and sit on a beach with our, she was there 13 months, I think. Um, And just be like, you know, a family unit for like a week and not be doing emails and not have to deal with clients or schedule them. My wife does not have to schedule hair appointments, stuff like that was awesome. I mean, is flying with a toddler one of the worst things you could possibly do to yourself? (laughs) Yes. So, so and others, no, this, just yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> but I, I don't know. I find that like it, you know, it, it the noise doesn't travel as far as you think. It's just that like, no, those immediate does. people and like, most those of the people, people are around us had, cool. Yeah, they most of them had kids, and they're like, "You guys are doing great," and we're like, "Are you sure?" Yeah. And the like, <laughs> flying and like, and she had just started like walking, and so all she wanted to do was walk. Oh God! And, like sitting yeah. in our lap was like a no go. So it was like lots of like up and down the plane. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I mean, waving at everybody. Yeah. yeah. If, you know, if you're able to travel with, with your child, I mean, I just think it's really, really great. It's, you know, just remember that the long car trip or the plane ride is going to be brutal, but like on the back, on the other side of that, you get to, you know, check out from the world and hang out with your family, you know? Yeah. And,
0: and I, I, I think that, um, you know, even the, even the hardships of, of, uh, and i hardships and air quotes, right. Uh, of, of, a of a vacation like that, or, you know, um, those are bonding experiences with your kid too, right? Like, yeah, uh, she's getting to experience something that she, obviously she's never ever done before. And, uh, you get to be right there with her, you know, guiding her and holding her hand. And that's just, that's phenomenal. Um,
1: yeah. I, I mean, gonna ask think, where, where, oh, go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say, I know that like, you know, a lot of people make the argument of like, oh, I don't want to take my kid to Disneyland until they can remember it or, or whatever. Like I remember when I was a kid, I went on like a Disney cruise. I don't know how old I was. And I remember going to a dungeon on an island. And I remember that I lost my Brontosaurus hat. And to this day, my, I think my parents are still mad that the only thing I can remember about that whole experience is that I lost my hat and I went in a dungeon. But, you know, just seeing, like, is Scotty going to remember standing on the beach in Maui? No, she's not. But she was so happy, you know? And it's just like, I don't care if she's not going to, like, remember. Like, she loved it. Like, for sure. Like, for sure. Loved every second of it, except for the flight, the flight there and the flight back, mostly the flight back. Uh, But uh, yeah, I mean, you you can't beat it. I just I feel like that argument of they're not going to remember it. Sure, that's, you know, that's valid. But we still gave her something that, you know, is going to shape her in one way or another. Maybe she'll be a surfer.
0: no and that and that's it i i i couldn't agree with you more that um you know memories are great and if you can build them you know but all experiences even even you know down to the youngest age shape you know our outlook and who we are right and and not only that but our connections with our family yeah so i mean that's uh that's incredible good for you uh i i gotta
1: ask where, where did where in hawaii did you go um we were i'm gonna i'm gonna mispronounce everything but i guess Lahaina. I, I feel like we were like kind of on the north side of Lahaina in this like really small, it wasn't like a fancy resort. It kind of se- felt like apartment complexes that had turned into hotels, and uh, it was lots of retired people and lots of people with families, because there was a kitchen, right? And you have a kid, you're like, I need a kitchen. Anyway, I would recommend if anybody's going to Maui to go, this was called uh, Napili Surf Resort to, like, consider this place. Like, it's not, like, sexy and, like, flashy, but, like, if you've got a little kid, like, it was a great price. We were, like, 100 feet from the ocean. Uh, And just everybody that stays there is super chill. It's everybody that we talked to said that they've been coming there since, like, 1982. They're like, oh, we came here in 84 for our first wedding anniversary. We come back every two years. And it's just, like, a really great vibe over there. So Yeah, that's that's
0: awesome. I mean, I've heard... um, I've not been to Maui, but I've heard you know that even within the hawaiian islands that that the pace of uh, of life there is you know just just relaxed even even as compared to you know the the bustle of honolulu sometimes right so very chill that's that's very super chill. cool. yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so uh, we'll have to check it out. So uh, this, yeah, this episode of Drinks with Dad brought to you by Lahaina Resort that Travis <laughs> is uh, getting, getting uh, kickbacks for. No, just kidding. Get that sponsor uh, money.
1: <laughs>
0: that's awesome. I mean, you mentioned um, when when you were planning for Scotty's arrival that you know you were reaching out to clients. Um, you know, has your has your uh, book of business changed? I guess since being since becoming a parent, um, like, has your approach changed with clients at all and, and do you have any advice for um, others in the gig economy as it relates to sort of um, maintaining that balance as you sort of reshape your life
1: yeah so I think the the first thing that I realized is that like as soon as Scotty arrived and we got home that like nothing else was really that important anymore and nothing else was that difficult because now like you're going through like you know I'm be honest anybody that tells you the first four weeks of having a baby isn't the hardest thing you're ever going to do is like they're lying to you so that you have a child and they're probably it's probably your parents and they're lying to you and uh, uh it's it's just so hard like once you do that and you like realize that the only thing you want to do is like shape the best human that you can and like that becomes your legacy right you know like if you're whatever your your gig economy situation is maybe you're a musician maybe you're a graphic designer maybe you're a writer and you're like, oh, my music is my legacy or my next book is my legacy or whatever. It's like, it's not though, because now you have this, this person that's going to go out in the world and that's going to be ultimately what your legacy is. And they're going to pass that legacy on to their child probably at some point. And so, yeah. So the first thing I realized was that doing the best mix in the world wasn't that important anymore. I still do, you know, my best when I do my work, sure, but it's like with a different, like a different gravitas, I guess, might be the word. It's just not, yeah. it's just not serious to me. You know, it's like I, I'm going to give you the best version of your music and we're going to go through every revision we need to go through to make sure that you're 100% happy and that I'm 100% happy. But I'm still thinking about like what I'm going to do with Scotty when we're done with this mix. You know what I mean? So I think that's one thing that I felt that I think maybe a lot of people might feel. Might recognize and might not recognize that, like maybe what you're doing is no longer the most important thing in your life, and I think eventually people come to that conclusion. You know, some quicker than others, but yeah, that was the first thing. Um, the next thing that I think might apply to people that are like working for themselves is um, a sleep training. Please sleep train your children for your own sanity. Um, but then, like I've learned how much I can get done on a nap. Like if Scotty goes down, you know, when she was younger, you might get like an hour and a half, right? And I'm like, straight to the studio, turn the computer on. And when you have that like one hour of focus, do not disturb on the phone, just like checked out with the baby monitor on obviously. And then uh, just you can get so much done when you know that you're only going to have that hour. And you're not going to like wander around the room. And so I've really learned how much work I can get done and how fast I can get done and still like deliver the quality that I want to deliver. So I think that's something to keep in mind as well as you once you crack the code on that, you really feel more comfortable taking work from, you know, and saying like, I know I can get this to you by this day because now you've kind of figured out like when you actually have time to work. Uh, but that was probably be the, the key, the key one, t- key takeaways for me you know so far in 16 months so yeah
0: that's awesome i mean so so playing that back uh you know my my takeaway from what you said is you know there are um, there are ways to make uh, your creative situation your your gig economy situation work whatever that may be right it's just a new normal yeah um and uh you know maybe not for everybody but probably for a lot of people if not most people you know priorities change when you when you have a family when you become a dad right and that's totally okay and totally expected in, in some ways. And I think that's, um, if I can just get on my soapbox for a minute, I think that that's <laughs> something that, um, we can, you know, we can sort of communicate as, uh, as being okay. Cause I, you know, even in, in the, in the nine to five W2 world, um, you know, I think a lot of people, um, don't want to hear stuff like that, right. Right. That like, um, Hey, this isn't necessarily the most important thing that I'm doing anymore. Right. I mean, I'll still give it my full attention and, you know, um, and my best effort, but, uh, you know, you have a new perspective when, when that comes around. And I think that that, that needs to be okay. And then the last thing, if I, if I could, um, respond to one other thing you said is, well, and it's, it's about prioritization, right? You're building the best human that you can. Uh, and that's something that, uh, Joe and I have talked about, uh, my, my business partner, uh, that, you know, that's that's part of why we're here that's part of why rava is is uh in the world and that's part of what we're trying to do is uh help empower dads through community and through products uh to be the best that they can be for themselves and their families so that we can build a, a great next generation of tiny humans right that become big humans yeah so uh, you know it's it's the most important job that you know most of us will will ever have um And it's, uh, it's wonderful. And,
1: uh, you know, I hope, uh, I hope we can all just be the best versions of ourselves. Yeah, I couldn't agree. Couldn't agree more. I mean, I think, I actually think I do better work now, because, yeah, because you, you know, that your time has become limited, and that you have to have that balance. So like when, like I said earlier, I'm like, super focused on what I'm doing. And I don't like, I don't experiment and like do weird things. Like maybe you're trying a different technique that your friend told you about. Sure. Like I don't do that anymore. I mean, I do it, you know, sometimes, but like when I'm I, I have to do what serves the project and I have to do what I know works. And also the oh, the other thing I was gonna say, uh that I probably should have started with, but it you know, it is what it is. Um is that I don't give people a very specific delivery date for the project anymore. I say, hey, I'm doing this this week. I don't say I'm doing this on the 16th. And um, that, I think, with the limited time and the interruptions of a baby or a toddler at this point, I think... um, it helps keep perspective on the project that you're working on. And then at the, at the end of the week, I've kind of self corrected any potential errors. Like, you know, if you cram eight hours into one project, you lose perspective and you send it to the client. Even you wake up the next morning and you're like, ah, I wish I hadn't made that as that, that shade of green, or I wish I hadn't made this so loud or, or whatever it is, you know? And then they, and then that's what the notes are when they come back to you and they're like, Hey, can we change this? And you're like, Shit, I knew, I knew I should have changed that. And so I, I actually think that it's made me better at what I do because I've inserted this balance. It's helped keep perspective. You know, that is cool. It's almost
0: it's it's almost like time for self revision. And you know, to your to your point, it's it's giving a little bit of a buffer zone uh, as well. That's that's I like that. That's really cool. I appreciate that advice. Well, uh, thanks, Travis. Uh, any other uh, words of
1: wisdom? Are you you good? Uh, you know, I just I have to go back and hammer on sleep training. I think I think in the first episode of y'all's podcast, I think your uh, Joe's your partner, right? I think he said, yeah, he said they did taking care of babies. We did taking care yeah. of babies. I don't know if you did oh, it, nice. man. Sleep no, I didn't. training, do it ho- like you know you you don't have to do taking care of babies, but it's like a very convenient course. It's like I don't know, like a hundred bucks or whatever. Life changing, game changing. Like it, it's like you know. If you're gonna have a kid just figure out a way to do sleep training that's that's the one piece of advice that I would I would tell anybody Uh, because it's you know you can't be your best self if you and your wife are exhausted and like you know you just need to get back to sleeping (laughs) Travis
0: how uh, how how old is too late to start can I do that with my eight-year-old do you think sure you might you might need some rope though I'm not sure <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> tie him down no uh yeah and you know I can I will I will you know I'll be an open book here uh, as as somebody who has not uh, done as much sleep training as we should um I can attest that it does make life way more difficult as you move forward so uh, i'll I'll second that from the other side of the coin
1: yeah yeah i I just cool yeah. if if yeah. If we weren't sleeping, it would be all different, all different game. But yeah,
0: oh my god, it always is. Yep. Um, Well, hey, Travis, thank you so much for the time, man, and uh, and and to our uh, our loyal listeners here, uh, again, of our fledgling podcast. Please make sure you check out uh, Travis's podcast progressions, success in the music industry. Uh, It is fantastic. Uh, If you're um, you know working in that vein, I think it's it's going to be awesome for you to listen to. So,
1: thanks again, buddy. I appreciate it. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me. This is a fun a fun hang. I I don't get to talk about having kids as much as i get to talk about you know music stuff so it's great enjoyed it thanks cool